1: you're listening to the hockey podcast network new shows every day find us at the hockey or wherever you get your podcasts from
0: hello you're listening to the hockey podcast network i'm Corey, aka bayou benders alongside mason dixon and this is habs nightly your hub for habs content. Back to another episode of Habs Nightly, folks. Uh, I know I just said it's uh, Habs content, but guess what? There's really nothing to talk about. Uh, Habs related, at least hockey related too. So uh, this is going to be one of those extreme summer episodes. But uh, before I start going on a tangent and taking over the episode, let's see how Mason, the anxiety-driven young man is doing mason what's up bud
1: i'm pretty good yeah like you said uh not much to talk about we are in the dog days of summer here and hockey content is kind of sparse but you know say la vie we move on and uh yeah this is kind of just gonna be a a shit show little episode here Corey and i are both you know got stuff to do this weekend so recording this on the saturday so if something happened sunday we apologize but that's just the way she goes today
0: if i have to uh god if they if they have anything good to talk about um to make this somewhat of a hockey related episode i will um i have to work tomorrow i got an lsu florida state game um at the Superdome, which scared the fuck out of me because I'm college football plays on a Saturday and, uh, like midday today. Like I had like, a like a, a panic attack. I was like, Oh my God, it's fucking cause I saw, I saw on my TV, um, uh, you know, college football week, you know, like starting. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm totally fired. Um, uh, but it is tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, uh, Last time we talked, Mason, I was going to see Oliver Tree. You want to talk about that?
1: Go for it. Oliver Tree's a uh, an interesting man.
0: Oh, it's fantastic. Um, so uh, we went to the Orpheum. Um, there's Orpheums all over, but um, I don't know if they're all designed like this. The Orpheum, pull it up for you. The Orpheum, I think, is the oldest uh, opera house in New Orleans. And uh, I went and saw Ghost there, if y'all know who the band Ghost is. Um, their song is like taking over TikTok right now about Mariana Cross. Um, one of the best shows I went to, not this one, uh, opened 1921. So that's how old this place is. It's got like beautiful, like uh, intricate art, uh, like on the ceiling and shit like that, like a massive globe um no no you'd have to look it up i'm not gonna i mean i did art i did art theory i did all the art shit so i should be able to break down what this is but uh not not when i'm recording because then i'll just start fumble fucking everything because i don't know if we've learned this about me but i i get i have like fucking bad anxiety so when i hit record uh i sound even more stupid than i am um well, the place is fucking beautiful, nonetheless. Um, so not only did Oliver Tree play, have you heard of the band Johnny? It's like J A W N Y. Um, Mason, you might know him from NHL 22. One of their songs is on it. And, Which one? Um, uh, let me look it up. It's a fire song, Johnny NHL 22.
1: Oh yes, like J O N Y.
0: Yeah, the song Take It Back, uh, which is like a really like guitar punch driven song. Um Fire Fire Group. And I was like, you know what, dude? All right, so it's a three piece. I don't know if it's a four. One dude could have been sick. Uh but anyway, three guys came out. The fucking bassist stole the fucking show. This dude's in a uh like a onesie jumper suit that's like uh it had like summertime print shit on it, you know, like it looked like a bunch of pineapples and like flowers and shit all over this jumper suit, dude. Oh man. Kid had a sick fit playing the playing like a like a maroon-colored bass. And his dude was just moving, moving the whole fucking time. Couldn't keep still. Uh, and I literally didn't watch anyone else during that performance. This kid just had the rhythm. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, this, this band's kind of familiar. Like they, their sound sounds similar. And then they played the song from NHL and I started dying laughing. I'm like, this is like the only good song on NHL 22 (laughs) other than the Oliver tree joint. Um, but anyway, I saw, you know, my wife started, my wife likes them a lot. Once I realized it was them, I like really got into them really good show from them. They said their equipment was fucking up. Uh, but they sounded great. Other than that, uh, Oliver tree came on next, <sighs> excuse me, uh, played for like an hour and 45 fucking minutes. And, um, he is the most energetic out of weight, out of shape, not out of weight, out of shape looking guy. He's in shape apparently. Cause you can't do what he did on fucking stage all night and not be out of shape he just kind of looks it, you know. He's kind of got like a milk bag look to him. Or, he, um, or he's on coke. Or he's on coke. But I mean, dude, like every I single na- every single night of doing this, it's kind of tough just to do coke that much and get away with it. Like to have that level <laughs> of energy, like you have to have like the endurance. Like this dude jumped the whole time. He was just moving. He was just moving, dude. This dude's got sick fucking. Sick, sick little little three year old dances that just fucking work. It just works. So he comes out, you know, he's got the Jenkos on uh, with the puff jacket from the first album with the, the flames background. Uh, He did. He did like four or five songs off of that. Then he said he was hot and he fucking took his his shit off. And then he had the uh, solo, you know, wax paper cup uh, print stuff on. And he did two or three more songs like that. Uh then he went in the back for a second and then you know it was like a skit. He went in the back. Oh, he came out on his fucking scooter and did like a I don't know, 360 spin thing with the scooter, landed it flawlessly, people went fucking nuts. Um <laughs> so he rode his scooter to the back, and then the entire fucking scene on stage changed. And, you know, and it went to the Cowboy, uh, Cowboy Tears album. And the suit came out with the little blue, the fucking, the blue cowboy suit on and shit like that. And the whole band's wearing like, you know, like a, uh, was it? The Canadian tuxedo, like all all denim uh, cowboy look and shit.
1: I just want to interject here. Uh-huh. I know it's called, you know, the whole denim thing, Canadian tuxedo. That is the most American thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the only time I hear that ever, that it's phrase, from Canadians. Ever, no, is when American companies put it in Canadian advertisements.
0: Oh, that's sick.
1: I feel like it's an insult.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of the blue jean committee?
1: No, but I will like, I will, you I, will, I have, <laughs> never (laughs) seen anyone like like maybe out west. I've never seen a full on Canadian tuxedo.
0: What if what if I showed up? What if y'all were coming to pick me up off a plane? I got off the plane in a straight full Levi Canadian tuxedo. I
1: would be putting you on the next plane.
0: Dude, I'm talking like three piece. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a (laughs) vest on too.
1: You've got like a Instead of like a an undershirt, it's just more denim.
0: Yeah, like full on denim.
1: And the denim tie.
0: Like denim button down, denim bow tie. No, denim bolo tie, right? Um with a denim vest, denim overcoat, denim pants.
1: That would almost be impressive. I'd have to give it to you.
0: I'd be hot as fuck, dude. Denim does not breathe.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you're in Canada.
0: Dude. <laughs> Dude, we're so off subject. Uh, I I did go to Van's warp Tour, the last one, uh, for down here. I went to it and cut off, um, what the fuck is it called? Overalls with the little clips.
1: You know? Dongeries.
0: Dongeries, I guess. You know, it's like uh, full pant that has like the the chest part and then the the little straps that go over your back to hold it up.
1: I don't know man. You don't know what it was
0: called? Man, it looks like little Farmer johns.
1: You know what I'm saying? I think, like I think like like I don't know. I'm a mm. man. I don't wear I don't wear overalls.
0: You're a man, you don't wear overalls. But you know what an overall is?
1: I, I'm thinking you're wearing like dongarees. I think that's what you're talking about. They're like stylish.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. This was not stylish. I look like a fucking hillbilly. No, girl. but
1: I mean like they're in style now.
0: Dongarees. God, I hope that's how you spell it. Yeah, a dongaree. Okay. But I caught him into like, I don't know. Eight, nine inch inseams. <laughs> because he was so fucking hot. Dude, stylish. I probably I'm probably the reason dongarees are so successful these days. Um yeah, dude, just show up in that. You show up in that with like a little straw hat. Looking like a Palmer Fran off of the waterboard.
1: Well, you were wearing that in the New Orleans heat.
0: Yeah, it was brutal.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. What were you thinking?
0: Well, I know the metal was fucking like burning into my flesh. So I went and bought a band t
1: shirt.
0: (laughs) Huh? Fuck, dude. All right. So back to Oliver Tree. So he does his set. Uh, with the cowboy tears set up, dude. Fuck, it was awesome. Um, he changed his outfit to like a red fucking suit. Like a red, yeah, like a red old timey looking suit. Something looked like, art, basically like something Arthur Morgan would wear. Uh, did a couple songs like that, and then he popped up in an orange one. <laughs> the, the whole time fucking dancing, like from left stage to right not just in one little spot. Like he was running the entirety of the stage back and forth and he was singing while doing it. So he's like, not out of breath. So like, I'm just so amazed at this guy's ability to perform and be that active while looking so out of shape and just hats off to that guy hats off. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was hard. He didn't play um anything he didn't play anything that you didn't know and it's funny cuz i mean he doesn't have that much music so he more or less played like his discography for an hour 45 minutes
1: <laughs> did you uh kind of off topic but on the topic of bands did you see taylor hawkins son playing drums for for my hero
0: no i didn't
1: dave grohl announced that they had like a special guest or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And Taylor Hawkins son comes out. Oh, that's and playing drums on my hero and fucking crushed it.
0: How do people not like, how do you not cry when you say shit like that? Like that's unreal. And
1: for those of you who don't know, um, the food, uh, which I assume most of our, I think most of our audience, given our demographic would probably know what I'm talking about. But, uh, Taylor Hawkins was the ju- the drummer for the Foo Fighters. He passed away like what a year ago, maybe less.
0: I say it's closer to a year, maybe.
1: Like very very We'll fairly, just fairly say it that. Yeah. Fairly very recently. recently. And uh yeah, his son comes out and plays drums. That's all. Awesome. And even even Dave Grohl like he's sitting there watching and can tell the guy like wants to cry.
0: i mm-hmm. I'm sure there he wants to throw. fucking cry. You know, so I'm sure there's like a resemblance too. And he like turns back, if he turns back real quick, real quick, he's probably seeing like him, you know, his best friend when they were first starting this band, you know, like goose No,
1: Oh, absolutely. He had like the little drum solo too. It was amazing. Nice. Like, if you have to check, I'll send it to you. Yeah, please but, do. Find it. It was phenomenal.
0: Please do. Um, so yeah, dude, how's uh how's life? You excited for this move? I know it's a bit off subject now that we talked a little Oliver Tree, but about to make a big change, bud. You ready?
1: Uh yeah, I am excited. I, we're recording this the night before, like I the big 8, move, eight p.m. and I'm moving. I have to get to Peterborough for twelve twelve in the afternoon the next day, so. Uh, nerves have definitely hit in a bit, you know, before any big change in your life, you kind of, you know, you're excited the whole time, then the day before it gets there and you're nervous, but I am, I'm pretty excited. I want to get up there and, you know, I got a, basically a a whole week before my classes start. They don't, do you guys have labor day in the U S?
0: Oh yeah. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. I'm sorry. It's Monday. I keep thinking it's Sunday.
1: Yeah, so it's the long weekend. And then my classes don't start until. Ooh, when do they start? I I think I basically have the week. Mm -hmm. If I. Maybe they start the Friday. I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Yes, I have a basically I have a few days before my classes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just looking forward, looking forward to everything. Kinda, you know, anxious, but also just excited. Yeah. Good, good, good. You're gonna go to a couple Peterborough Peets, bud? You're gonna go to a couple games? I might have to. Um, you know, it'd be a little more exciting if the Habs had any prospects on the Peets. But, you know, Mason McTavish not being there is absolutely tragic. But no, still some good players on the Peets. Um I think they have uh they have some interesting draft eligibles this year too. Do, do they not?
0: I have no idea about the Peets. And uh unfortunately in my head, I've uh confused Peterborough Peets with the Sault Ste. Marie uh, Greyhounds, because I was I was like, Yeah, man, sick fucking jersey. And then here I am uh looking it up and they're the ones that just say Peets on it. So, uh, I couldn't tell you fuck all about the Pete's now.
1: Wait, what, what was that?
0: (laughs) I confused the Peterborough Pete's in my brain. Like the, the look of the Jersey with
1: Sue St. Marie. You thought the Pete's were Sue? Sure. Yeah.
0: (sighs) I was, I was, I was thinking, I was looking like when I, when I was just talking to you as, as we record, um, I was thinking of the jersey in my head, and I'm like, dude, the, the little greyhound on it, fucking full stride, sick jersey. And I'm like, looking, I'm looking it up now, and I'm like, yeah, no, that is not, that's not them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's um, fucking, no. The peats, the peats are like brown and red.
0: Yeah, it's like a maroonish color.
1: Yeah, yeah, very
0: sick. I do like the logo; it's pretty cool. Like the T in it.
1: Yeah, I think it's wild though. They've got a uh, what the Pete's have, O fives playing for their or O sixes playing for their team this year. Jesus, that's weird. It's just wild to me. Freaky. like no, I'll I'll definitely have to check out some games when I can. I'm actually playing um, I'm playing in a softball league. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. Yeah, man, I actually played a. Uh, I don't know if we've ever spoken about this on this podcast. I uh so yeah, I was a uh I was a soccer player. I played in uh the OSL and uh the o- like OPDL league, which are the top leagues in Ontario. So you talked about that. But before that, I actually played uh played baseball for like twelve years, first twelve years of my life. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I'm fucking looking forward to it. I can't lie. It's been years. It's been years since I have played. So nice. It's not just a beer league, too. It's like, uh, it's lug. I don't know if you, you guys, you guys have lug probably down there. Couldn't tell you. Basically, lug is a um, the university. It's run by students with no affiliation to the universities. Mm. So after the games, you get hammered. But during the game, like it's legit. Like they do all the, they get you like personalized jerseys. Like there's oh, actually sick. there's like there's an all star game halfway through the season. <laughs> like like it's legit. Like they take it seriously. I'm looking forward to it. That's cool. Yeah yeah, I, man.
0: I didn't go to a real to university, the- so I couldn't tell you if it was standard.
1: <laughs> yeah um. Like, you know, the games are serious. There's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be shocked if, you know, there was some betting being done uh, at some of the games. Some of the guys take it pretty serious. And, you know, if they were to start betting on the games, I think I know who they should turn to.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. as a fumble fuck this. Yeah. they should turn to DraftKings. Uh, football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for Week 1, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotions. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly even if your team loses. So I guess it's like a skunk rule even though like the, the other team can score, kind of weird. Uh but hey, that's fucking free money. That's real free money if you if you're betting on the right teams. Uh download the DraftKings sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Yeah, but I, uh, I fucked up that first one. Uh, that, was, that was fucking brutal. Um, oh, you
1: yeah, that's the job still so nicely, too.
0: What, uh, buddy, don't worry. They'll never hear it. They'll never hear it. Uh, so I'm looking at the Peterborough Petes uh oh my God have, have dude I am butchering this, yeah there we go um uh, because when I opened it, it showed the regular season guys from two years ago uh and I was gonna laugh and I'm like, yeah dude, you'll get a chance to go see uh Nick Robertson, whose name I've never heard of uh since the Leafs tried to throw him down are next, and I haven't heard of him since, but uh, I guess he's not with them anymore. No, Nick Robertson's like 20. Yeah.
1: No, no, he's
0: 22. I have no idea.
1: 21 this year.
0: I have no idea when you would click on something from Google for their website that says roster. It wouldn't give you their most recent lo- roster, which I know is not, no, it's not there. I just saw it. Bad. I just saw it, you know, that it's there and it's not full yet. But why would it show me 2020s instead of 2021 or 2022s? But here we are. Just a hot fucking mess of an episode. So, yeah man, softball. Never played it played a lot of baseball growing up. Sure it's pretty similar. Um but I do love playing sports and then getting hammered after. So, I'm sure I could find love for it. Can't be, oh. can't be doing a catcher anymore. Can't squat. Can't squat for long times. Got them bad knees at thirty.
1: Oh my god, dude! I had to go to the chiropractor yesterday mm-hmm. because my neck, like every couple months, my neck just like gets stuck in place. Oh, I'm fucking Oof. twenty years old, and I have to go to the chiropractor every fucking. <laughs> oh it's just brutal and he like you know it's bad when you go to like your chiropractor and they go Ooh. oh oh yeah Jesus. like oh god what's wrong with me <laughs> he tried to he tried to crack my back and I've, i don't know have you ever gotten your back cracked
0: yeah i was in an accident two years ago, man.
1: Yeah, so you you lay on your stomach, right?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Breathe in, breathe out, they pushed out, right?
0: Yeah. It hurts like a motherfucker.
1: Yeah, my it didn't work. Ugh. And he goes, I have not never failed seen, you. <laughs> like I've never seen it not work. Like we're gonna have to do it a different way. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, I am dying. Like what is wrong with me? But you know, came out feeling like a million bucks afterwards. Holy, everything was loose. Felt amazing,
0: dude. I I hate the chiropractor
1: because it really. I love it. I feel so much better.
0: No, I feel good after. I there's something about someone putting like you know your shit's going to get snapped, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but there there's something good. there's something f- very primal. You know what I'm saying? Like when someone puts their hands on you and it's like this dude's going to fucking kill me right now. Like there's like there's always like that fear.
1: Um, do you know how like do you know how strong someone would have to be to snap your neck?
0: No, they make it look so easy.
1: Like it's actually a very like you can do it like don't get me wrong. There are members of the military who can do it just based on like angles and stuff. But like for them to snap it the way they're holding it,
0: right? You would have
1: to be so strong. It just
0: feels very vulnerable. Like dude, like to lay down and have someone like grab you and be like, dude, I'm about to yank the fuck out your body. Just bear with me. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem, dude. And, like my whole body fucking shifts and I hit this nasty, gnarly pop. And yeah, I do feel good. Uh, but then I have to drink a shitload of water or I get like fucking dizzy. Um, the best part of my chiropractor experience from the accident was the medical masseuse and I only had like three weeks with her. Her name was Brittany, and uh she fucked my back up professionally. Like she used the cups and shit, dude, and would, like, drag this shit, uh, and it hurt so fucking bad, but when I would leave there, dude, it felt like I didn't get in an accident for about three or four hours, and it was fantastic. Like, I can do basic shit again, you know, like, I could reach down and, like, touch my toes or, like, grab something off the fucking ground without feeling like a 70-year-old man, you know, like, it was unreal. And those cups hurt like a son bitch. If you're not, if you, if you're fat and you got a lot of fat on you, dude, those things suck so bad. And I was not professional or uh, anything in those regards. When I was in that room, dude, I was screaming profanities yes. the entire time, and sh- she laughed. She said I was her favorite patient because i I didn't sit there and try to pretend like i wasn't in fucking agony (laughs) 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 i was just real with her i was like i need a fucking break like i need a break give me a second he'd like take a sip of water my arms fucking like shaking (laughs) like because dude like she had to work on my shoulder my neck and my back from from the accident so it was just so much shit that was fucked up and we started and like just you know basically went through a cycle of it and it was fucking fantastic. Um but dude that shit'll it feels good, but it, it drains your fucking energy, man. Um <clears throat> so I have a love-hate relationship with the chiropractor <laughs> the chiropractor, I guess. Um I felt some of the uh my chiropractor also had the um geez what is it called uh, it was like also a rehab center, so I'd do like some of my re- rehabilitation work and then do chiropractic work. so I would do that actually before I recorded some days uh two years ago um and it was it was okay it was a I, I, sometimes I felt like I guess when you just stuck at home for ten months dude like you just get depressed and you're like, this shit ain't fucking working. I don't even know why I'm fucking doing this anymore um. But I'm back at work, so something something worked, you know. Just very slow, I guess. Um, what I did not like, it was uh it wasn't an immersion table, Mason, but it was like um it was a table that wasn't one unit. It was like three separate pieces of a table, and they'd strap my big ass to it, and the table moves under you, and it's like supposed to like uh space out your back i guess maybe like uh maybe like the discs in your back you know to try to like um to like pull them apart as far as like you know giving them like a gap or something to like pop in your back without them doing anything so i'd sit on these fucking tables for like i think it started at 10 minutes and then it went as long as like 35 fucking minutes and it was fucking brutal and I'm gonna tell you why. It's because I'm fat and um god bless these poor fucking women trying to strap me to this fucking table. Um that didn't work because it, the thing works off of you being skinny because if you're skinny, you can fucking yank the fuck out of this belt to hold you down, you know, and you don't have any like to, like, have it roll, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, they strap me to this fucking table, uh, put me in the dark, I'm listening to the fucking podcast and stuff like that, you know, for, like, 30 minutes. Um, Where the problem is is that the belt is on my stomach, which is, in this situation, a hill, right? It's a hill, it's not flat, it's got nothing to fucking grip to, so when the table's trying to pop my back and, you know, separate the discs and shit it can't because once it reaches a certain point the straps rolling down my fucking stomach like a hill uh and i felt like it was a big waste of time but i i'd always fall asleep and it was very embarrassing because i guess i snore so i'm just fucking dying in there on this very cold fucking table um yeah i don't know where i'm going with it mason uh i just have a love-hate relationship, I guess, with chiropractor?
1: I can't lie. You kind of lost me there.
0: Yeah, I don't know what this type of table is, dude. Uh,
1: <laughs> like, it, like, it was
0: just like... Every now and then, it'd pop up back and I was like, oh, okay, so this is what it's supposed to do. But it was like so few and far um, that it just didn't fucking work.
1: Like, Did it have like rollers on it?
0: No, no. It was like... It's so weird because I know what you're talking about the rolling tables where it's like basically you lay on this table and it's like a masseuse without a person and like rolls on your back
1: time where like they're like it's like a conveyor belt roller where it basically just stretches you so thin that everything just cracks.
0: Yeah, I guess maybe that's what it was supposed to do, but it doesn't want for big like, people. It kind of
1: looks like it kind of looks like the machine that killed an uh, uh, Ania Montoya's father.
0: Come for a revenge. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: similar okay okay you know what actually yeah no no, no, no. That's, perfect. That's, perfect. that's perfect that's perfect like it was supposed to stretch me until like my back popped to give me relief but the straps are not for fat people you can't do it with the stomach like they would have had better luck if they strapped my fucking thighs and my chest but the strap needed to go on my big ass fucking stomach dude so like it would go to stretch it'd be like pink 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 and then the the belt would just slip down and I'm like, now it's like fucking pinching my fucking chest down, but it's not tight enough to keep me in place, dude. So I basically just laid on this table for fucking 30 minutes, freezing my ass off in the dark, listening to a podcast. So the, the table killed you. I'm sure I put damage to that table more than it damaged me. My name is Corey Fleetwood. You killed my back. Yeah, you you did not you did not fix my back. Prepare to pay. Um, but no, I had to pay them. So reverse, reverse. It was,
1: reverse. <laughs> it was mis- well. Holy shit! This this episode has it's been fun. What are you talking? Going off the rails. <laughs> it's been fun.
0: Well, what are we going to talk about? There's one thing. Uh, Jonathan Ann got like two million dollars for his uh. I think it's a yeah, it's a golf tournament that he always has. He raised about two. About two million dollars, which is fucking awesome. Good for him, Burn, and then, Over
1: two million dollars.
0: Over two million. Sorry, uh, f- for the Chum Foundation. Now I'm not sure what that is. It's uh, a children's
1: foundation. Oh the-
0: fuck yeah, dude. That's that's the way good to go about him. it. Well, good for him, dude. I I think it's his fourth fourth one. Um,
1: uh, it would be his sixth. He's sixth? been doing it since he got here, I believe. So oh, I think great. maybe or or maybe maybe it's his fourth because of COVID. That's possible. Okay, but he has he his first one was six years ago for sure. Awesome.
0: Well, I I just I love when guys give back, and honestly, I feel like since we lost PK Subban from this team, um, who was like the biggest, you know, contributor to like the Children's Hospital and shit like that. I just love, uh, when guys, you know, give back to to the children. It's, I don't know, they are the future. So,
1: no, oh, absolutely. He's donated five hundred thousand of his own. Uh, salary. What a fucking. god. That That's so, so sick. Yeah, I mean, let like PK set the bar high with ten million, but Drew N has quiet, much quiet, like very quietly done a lot for the Montreal community.
0: No, that he has, and and I missed his own like you know mental, mental issues and and injuries. He's. You know, still never never let let that get more important, I guess, to him than helping. So
1: absolutely. Um and kind of unceremoniously, um, gonna we're gonna have to cut her here because I still haven't packed.
0: This fucking um, guy.
1: on l- luck, you would have done the same at my age. I this guy. This guy, he said. Excuse um, me. we appreciate a sip. Well, do you have anything else you want to add, or?
0: Oh, we do have another ad read. Surprisingly.
1: Okay. Well, let's take her out. Well, let's 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 then. close
0: her out with this, right? Uh this is new, and this is going to be something for the future for you guys. Sorry, Mason. No, you're just a, a rushy, sitting, a rushy person right now. Lol. Well, I figured I would have got like six text messages from you telling me to wrap her up. Um. Uh, Yeah, this is something for the future for y'all. Y'all have two ad reads coming at y'all for every episode now, and that's awesome because that means it's more money coming into our pockets to help uh, reshape this fucking podcast. So if you still love us, please tune in Uh, because we have a new sponsor with Raycon. Oh, so folks, Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge which is something big i don't fuck with plug-in earphones um but these actually don't move i don't like i don't like when i run or flex you know i could feel them jiggling around that's how you lose these motherfuckers but trust me these do not do that uh raycon's give you 8 hours of play time which is fucking awesome. It's like a full workday's worth, unless you're like me working over, overtime, but uh, charge them at lunch, uh, and a 32-hour battery life, which is sick. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. Uh, it's no wonder Raycons' everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Um, Mason, I don't know what you've been listening to lately um i've been listening to this guy mad kelly his song hostage has taken over my fucking spotify uh he's got like a new a new metal sound with like a mix of like my emo years like 2010 to now type of sound uh kids fucking awesome he's got a couple other songs like in my room um really fucking good that's what i've been listening to lately uh Mason, do you care to to give a an artist that's not MGK that you've been listening to?
1: Zach Bryan.
0: Zach Bryan. What is that? Is that country?
1: Country. Nice,
0: nice. I've been exactly. I've been getting back in the country. It's mostly what, what I listen to. Really.
1: It's
0: mostly the country. New era country or old time country.
1: Both. I don't I don't listen to like. I like new era country but if it's like super poppy if it's like Kane Brown or I don't know that Luke Bryan I can't I can't deal with it but I just no, I worked thought... the Luke
0: Bryan show it was miserable <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah no Luke Combs superior Luke <laughs> okay okay yeah I'm I'm an so I'll old I will like listen to Johnny Cash um,
0: Okay I see see that's the thing like I've Luther I find Waltz. like Johnny Cash and like Glenn Campbell and a couple other guys they're they're more just musicians like I don't even know if you if they can even like like they transcended past like just country music like a couple of the older guys it's just they were just artists almost
1: well we we used to like this is the, this is the cringiest thing ever let's hear it. we used to uh when we were cutting down trees we'd listen to Lumberjack by Johnny Cash <laughs> I don't know if you know that one. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> yeah. So we'd we'd throw that one on and fucking start fucking chopping down trees while Johnny Cash is going fuck, what's the word? Something about call me lumberjack. So something, <laughs> something, something.
0: <laughs> Go look up the Lumberjack song by Mighty Python. Every time I hear the word lumberjack, that's what I hear. Um Yeah, me and my cousin would play uh doug stone um fuck what is it um addicted to the dollar after we worked like seven a seven day week coming home at like 11 at night like tomorrow after i get out of this game at like 11 at night that'll probably be playing on the ride home just exhausted um uh, yes yeah, so that's what i like to listen to uh in my J, regi- <laughs> in my Ray cons. <break-offs. laughs> um I really like the, uh, the ears, but like the tap function on the earbuds. Uh, I, you know, these, these earphones now are so, so incredible. Like I don't, I don't want to have to take my phone out and change uh shit. It's not wired anymore. So I don't feel like I should have to pull my phone out to pause my Spotify or anything like that. The fact that there's, uh, you could do it on the earphone is, or the earbud is, is that much better? Uh, and then the ice, the noise isolation is sick. Like, I don't want to hear – like, I, I, don't, I don't want it to be so noisy outside. So, like, now I get it in my experience, you know, like, I work the Saints games and shit. So, like, yeah, like, the, the, the isolation aspect works well. Maybe not in a fucking arena, you know, full of, you know, like 70,000 fans, but for the most part it does the job well. Um, But I do like that aspect of it. But – Man, so I hope you guys uh, like fucking Raycons, but uh, go to, this is just for y'all, uh, go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off of your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off at buyraycon.com slash THPN so you guys can experience it as well um yeah so i guess this is pretty cool since we both like music we'll be able to talk a little a bit about what we're listening to thanks to raycon um and their sick headphones but yeah folks we hope you uh hope you guys take take advantage of this and get you know get 15 percent off of a new pair of headphones but yeah mason i hear you i hear you fumble fucking around in the background you get nervous and shit you gotta go but um uh, yeah i guess that's it <laughs> I guess that's it. I did have, uh, I had a, uh, pizza, uh, a fun pizza outro, but fuck boy, can I hear you not capable of doing that today? So we'll close her out here. Uh, folks, thank y'all so much for listening to Habs Nightly. And I know, uh, this was more of a talk nightly episode because we didn't talk shit about the Habs, but what do you want me to do? There's nothing to talk about. Uh, but thank y'all again for listening. Uh, you can find me and Mason on Twitter at Habs Nightly and myself at Bayou Benders. Um, please give us a follow and talk to us on there or I'm gonna set up an email so we can get some uh some people that don't use social media to send in some shit like how much they hate my ramblings or um it's a disgrace that I thought Peterborough Peach were the Sault St Marie Greyhounds. Uh, but that's just something that I can't edit out and I just have to live with that. But yeah, this has been the episode. I hope you guys liked it. Once again, this has been Habs Nightly and we'll talk to you guys later. Hopefully Mason uh, makes it up to Peter Burrow. Yeah. I was about to say say Sue Saint. Y'all have a good night. We'll talk to you
1: guys next week. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network.